Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Money Talk with Tip podcast. I am very excited because I have another person from my circle on today. So today I have Octavia Harris and she is the CEO of Crave Life Consulting LLC and is an international branding and marketing strategist. She is excellence, let me tell you. Um, she is also an empowerment speaker and corporate trainer located in the Greensboro, North Carolina area. She specializes in business-to-business content branding and marketing that assists women entrepreneurs in monetizing. She does this by building their brand with storytelling marketing. She teaches women that through their life story, they can turn their mess into their message, hello, transitioning her clients into leaders of their field through branding, social media marketing, and strategizing to monetize projects. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Octavia, for coming on today. No problem. I'm so excited. I've been waiting to come on for so long. So thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So just to give people just a backstory of our relationship, um, I met Octavia at actually one of her events. Um, I actually spoke there, and it was so powerful. Um, The way she's able to bring women together for this conversation cause of helping each other grow and hashtag rise and lift. Y'all know I love that. Um, It's amazing. And I've met so many good people through Octavia and by Octavia. And I am just so grateful to have her in my circle. Thank you. Grateful to be here. So with all of that being said, Octavia is a mastermind when it comes to branding. I mean, when I spoke at her event, she's like, okay, Tiffany, what story are you going to tell? Because I do storytelling. (laughs) I do storytelling, marketing. um, And she like whipped me into shape. So... I kid you not. That was our first conversation ever. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this girl means business. Um, So with that being said, um, for people that aren't familiar, what is storytelling marketing? So let's just talk about storytelling for a moment. Storytelling is how you learned how to do everything. Uh, When your parents wanted to teach you the difference between right and wrong, they told you stories, gave you examples, you read books, and you learned things through story. Um, If we fast forward to right now, if you go to Instagram, you go to Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, Snapchat is all about the story because that is how people resonate. That's how people feel like a part of a group. And so when we take storytelling and we add marketing to it, the only thing that we're trying to do is create an organic brand story for your business. And that means that taking the things you've been through, what you know, and turn it into a story that people can understand who you are and where you come from. And so I just combine the art of everyday storytelling, what we do on the phone with our girlfriends or on the phone with our mom or on Instagram, and take that and add marketing to it so you learn how to market organically. Because Tiffany, you know marketing is so big Mm -hmm. that... It's so hard to teach and it could take you years to learn. And I just wanted to do something that 
every woman could do. And so this is the easiest way to do it is to tell stories, teach people who you are and grow your business at the same time. Exactly. And I will say that's pretty much how Money Talk with Tiff started. Um, Money Talk with Tiff was just me putting my financial story out there on a blog. And then now it's, you know, transformed into this whole entity (laughs) with multiple different facets. And it's just because I was transparent and authentic with what I was putting out. Like, look, I'm not perfect. And it's important for people to connect with that. Mm, Yes, the I'm not perfect. People are ready to quit their jobs, get out of corporate America, open their business, become financially viable and traveling in 12 months. And (laughs) (laughs) that's just not how it works. It is not. (laughs) Me and Octavia had a brief conversation before we came on and we were just discussing how, you know, being an entrepreneur is not easy for one and it's not as easy as just waking up one day like, oh, I'm quitting corporate and I'm doing this full time and I'm going to make money. It doesn't happen like that. Um, You know, if you want to give just a little bit of your story, I can tell people, but I would love to tell people just a little bit of your entrepreneurship journey and, um, you know, the money aspect to that. Okay. Uh, Ten years ago, I woke up one day and realized that I was fat and angry and sad because I woke up at the hospital after uh, going up a flight of steps and not being able to breathe. And I came to at a hospital and it was a few days before my 28th birthday. And the doctor kept yelling at me, telling me that um, I was going to die if I didn't stop doing what I was doing. I was 297 pounds and I'm only five foot four a quarter. So I was, you know, just not healthy. And I spent a few days crying and feeling sorry for myself in the bed. And on the morning of my 28th birthday, I made a decision that I was going to stop blaming my mama for my mess. I was gonna figure out what was going on with me and I was going to get serious about making the money I needed to make. Uh, that day, I applied for the business life license to Crave Life Consulting. And that day I started my journey and I opened up the business to be a fitness instructor started a fitness instructor. That's what this business was. I was a fitness instructor and I started sharing my journey with people along the way. I taught fitness in my house and I had no idea what I was doing. And so I had come from marketing and I marketed with adult entertainment companies and I helped them with their marketing. So I thought I could transition that idea into any business but I didn't. And uh, three years into that business, I'd spent over $10,000 and I probably made maybe Mm $1,500. And (laughs) so I went back to college. I wanted to get my degree in business and I also wanted to get my degree in marketing. And I went back to school. I kept my business going. I did different things with it, but it never really made any money until after I was about a year into graduating, I joined the Les Brown Institute. I spent ten thousand more dollars, and they told me that they were going to teach me how to take 
my story, my dream, and all my business knowledge and turn it into a business. So I closed my business down again <laughs> three years ago and I restarted it. But this time I started it with a plan, a business plan, a marketing plan, a social media plan, an internship, and I was hell bent on making sure it worked. And I took everything I learned from everywhere and I wrote down everything. <laughs> I mean, everything. And it became my passion. I did this 10, 12 hours a day until I finally got everything that was written down <laughs> into an online program so that I could continue not just doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, but teach people as a whole. And financially, to be really honest with you, <clears throat> I didn't start getting out of the red until December of 2019, which was only 90 days ago. Mm -hmm. um, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how much money to spend on branding, how much money to spend on marketing. And it took me a long time to know that it took me just doing the same thing consistently for three years and not stopping is what finally made me really get on track financially is to not stop course correct but not change what I was offering or what I was doing and that's kind of how I finally made it to seeing six figures and getting to a place where this was my money my business and finally getting here yes and that is so important like you said a mouthful right there <laughs> because you know and 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 in all transparency, I am currently in the red, right? Um, now, when you're in like your first few years of business, you're doing a lot of investing in your business because you want to see it grow. You want to scale. You want to do all the things, right? Um, but what right. you said there was staying focused, staying consistent, staying in your mm. lane, that is what mm. makes the difference, right? Because, yeah. you know, when I was um, working full-time and I was just doing Money Talk with Tiff part-time, you know, just as a side thing, I was trying to do all the things. And mm -hmm. as a result, I spent all the money trying to do all the <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Tiffany, you are hustling backwards, sister. Like, <laughs> because I'm like, you know, people will reach out to me. Oh, I need help with bookkeeping. Oh, I got you. I can do that. Oh, I need help with taxes. Oh, I got <sighs> you. I can do that. Oh, I need help <sighs> with, um, I need help with, uh, you know, name it. People wanted me to pay their bills for them. Like, and I was just a yes person. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And also not valuing myself accordingly. So yeah. for the first couple of years, because I just had my second year anniversary in December, um, I was just doing all the things. I was buying financial planning software because I was doing financial plans for a few people. And then I'm like, oh, a shiny new software over here. Let me buy that one. And I just wasn't staying focused. I wasn't staying right. focused. So, you know, if anybody follows me on social media, I know, Octavia, you do. I said, 2020, I'm staying in my lane. Like, if anybody yes. asks me about anything that I do not do, I am referring them out. I am not saying yes anymore. I'm not having these one-off conversations. <laughs> right. I am, like, because 
as an entrepreneur, you become your own boss. You become your own source of income. So with that being said, you have to, have to take this seriously. This is not something that you're like, oh, I don't want to be in corporate anymore. These people are getting on my nerves. Let me quit. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Like, this is my second time quitting corporate. Um, August 30th was my second time quitting corporate. And when I quit the first time, I went back because I missed the steady income. I didn't have the patience to wait it out. (laughs) I'm like, you know, one of my old employers called me and they were like, hey, we'll give you X amount of money. Come work with us again. I'm like, Sure. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. at that point, I'm thinking, look, I need the money. Um, right. But when I quit this time, I was intentional. I didn't just do it by the seat of my pants. And I can start seeing that pay off. And I feel like, um, like you said, you know, you've had this business for what, 10 years now. And yeah. it's only recently that you were able to get out of the red and able to really prosper because now you have a plan. Right. And and that plan started with branding. And I think that that is the, the most important thing that I've learned over this last three years is that I got focused on what three services I was going to sell, what three products I was going to sell. And then I had to stop saying yes to everything, like you said, because instead of just selling these products. I was saying yes, like you said, to everything. And I was so overwhelmed that I was overscheduled, overbooked, and I was underpaid, just like being in corporate America. Mm -hmm. And I finally had to learn how to say, you can't talk to me through messenger. You must schedule an appointment. It doesn't matter if you call me bougie or names. I'm going to make you schedule an appointment and spend time with me on my terms. I'm only going to sell you one, two, three, or four products, and then I'm going to refer you out to all of my circle. And in turn, they'll refer people back to me so that I can stay focused on just the one thing. Because if you don't know what your brand is, then people don't know what your brand is. And you'll end up being in a situation where people don't know what you do, so they don't trust you. Mm. Mm. And if you go from I'm doing this to I'm doing that to I'm doing this to I'm doing that, now you've given them 10 ideas and then they've taken 10 ideas and expanded them to 30. Now you've got 30 requirements on your business and you're not focused on one of them for marketing. So you're not making any money. And I just want to help women get to a place where they know who they're talking to know their customers, stop saying, I market to everybody (laughs) and know who their customer is and know how to talk to them by solving their problems. And that's how you brand and you do it organically and you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on Facebook ads. Right, right. Um, And it's funny you say that because that was one of our first conversations. If you remember, you know, you were like, who is your audience, Tiffany? And I'm like... It's everybody. Everybody needs to learn about money. Everybody needs to learn financial literacy and things like that. And you're like, no, 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 no. I said, who's your audience, Tiffany? 
mm-hmm. because the way you deliver to, let's say, a millennial is going to be different than how you deliver to um, a Gen X or a Gen Z yes. or yeah. a baby boomer. You know, right. so you have to know who your audience is. I think that's so important. And that's one thing that I struggled with for quite some time. Um, until maybe about, uh, I would say about a year, year and a half ago. Um, And then I realized like my audience is Gen XYZ. (laughs) So Gen X, (laughs) then millennials, and then Gen Z. And, you know, it's mostly women. A lot of them are business owners. And so I was able to niche down a little bit more instead of saying, everybody needs this. I want everybody to listen. I want everybody to know. (laughs) Um, You know, and with that, I was able to get better results. Exactly. Uh, Think about branding as five mason jars in front of you that you're going to put a penny in each mason jar for every aspect of each customer. So if like for me, I sell the 90 day branded business. And if I'm going to put my customer into that mason jar, every attribute about them is going to be a penny. And that means what they watch on television, what kind of car they drive, uh, what books they read, what podcasts, what magazines. And all those pennies are going to equal to at least $30 a month in a Facebook ad. But you can only put one of those mason jars in a Facebook ad at a time. You can't put every one in one ad because guess what happens? You'll spend thousands of dollars and nobody will click your buttons. And so you have to really narrow down an audience. Like a good ad has, my great ads have 120,000 people inside of them. And they're very strategic. And it just requires that you know what buttons to push in a Facebook ad. And you want to know. So the only way to know is to narrow it down so that you don't waste money. And you do that simply by talking to people. Just get people who are like you, who understand where you come from, because you'll realize that you're only going to market to people who are similar to you. You're going to kind of market to yourself. You are the number one customer, your customer one or ground zero. And so you just want to attract people like you so that you can continue the conversation. Uh, a lot of times on, on social media, just having a conversation where you have 95 comments is more important than having a conversation where you have 95 likes. Mm-hmm. And so you just want to learn how to do that organically. And it just starts by storytelling. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up social media because that's an important point to hit and kind of zoom in on. And because a lot of people think that they can't do social media marketing, right? Mm. And um, (laughs) because I get people all the time, they're like, oh my gosh, social media is so daunting. Every corporate position that I've had, for the most part, they put me over their social media. And I'm like, you know, it's not, to me, it's not that difficult. Um, I think it all, like, like we were just saying, it boils down to who is your audience? Um, You know, what platforms are they most likely to be on? And then you focus on those and then you use tools to automate everything. Because I know that's how I run my business. And is that how you run yours? Absolutely. I know entrepreneurs. My my 
demographic is entrepreneurs, specifically women, specifically women 27 to 47, uh, specifically right now, only in the triad area because I want to expand here, but I know them. I know them so well that I know what they eat. I know what they drive. I know their sex life. I know everything (laughs) about them. And I do because that's my job. And then you know what I do all day on social media? I trigger a conversation with the things I know about them. And that's what we talk about. I never talk about branding on my social media because no one gives a blank about branding because they don't know how to do it. So I can't, I got to meet my customers where they are. And that is right before they get to branding. What are they doing now? So I never talk about my product. I talk about their problems and how I address them and how I solve them through marketing. They never even see it coming because I'm just so focused on them that they then ask me, girl, where do I sign up? And we haven't even talked about my products yet. And that because, is, yeah. Oh, you just, you just did it. <laughs> that is so <laughs> true. Um, because a lot of times, and especially in the financial industry, right? Um, a lot of my peers sell to people, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I'll come speak, but it's always a spiel on, you know, some whole life insurance or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, (laughs) I'm just being real. I know my people. Uh, (laughs) And you know, that's why I do not let those kind of people come to my events and speak because you will not bore my audience today. And see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like people need to understand that people don't like to be sold to. They like to be heard. They like to be cared about. They like to relate to something. It's not about the sell. It's about getting to know people. And I feel like a lot of times, especially in my industry, that gets lost. And so that kind of created a competitive advantage for me (laughs) because I get speaking engagements because people know that I'm not going to sit there and try to sell. I'm going to give them information that they can, the actionable information that they can go out after they leave, they feel fulfilled and therefore you make a great event. It's not great when you're just being sold to. So like the people that hit up your inbox, like, Oh, I have this product, (laughs) you know, this, that, and the other, you're going to get ignored. Like, because. And deleted. Yeah. I delete you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I block sometimes because I'm like, (laughs) you don't even know me at this point. You don't know what I have going on. You haven't done your proper research. You don't know what I'm looking for. Um, So therefore you're just copying and pasting a blanket statement to who knows how many people. And that's not how you do business. It isn't. And I want to teach women how to do business because honestly, when I told you that I've only been in the black a few months, it is because for the last two years while we've developed these products, me and my interns, I've had one-on-one coaching with people, but outside of one-on-one coaching, I had nothing to sell people. So for the last two years, like you said, I decided to build in my community. I spoke at 37 events over the last 18 months. And all I did was share my story 
and my social media platforms because I had nothing to sell. And so I just sold myself. And after doing that, I built a community around me, not my products. So every time my products come out, people already know me. They already trust me. They're already on the bandwagon for the products. And that's what I'm going to teach people, that through the journey, get people to know you. So when the products come, your social media should look like this. Good morning, how are you, or Grand Rising? This is a tip for the day. And then the next post should be one of your, your clients' issues. For me, my clients are always stuck thinking, and so I get them unstuck with a 60-second video about getting unstuck, getting motivated, stop procrastinating, moving forward. Post three is a link to one of my books. Post four is how are you doing today and how has your day been? That's the way your social media should look. It shouldn't be 97 posts about all your products, all your services. And so learning how to brand and market at the same time will help you take social media and not feel so overwhelmed about it because it'll be more natural, like a regular conversation as opposed to a sales pitch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I know personally, one thing I struggle with is giving away a lot of information, you know. Every time I I hear you give away information, you know what I say, I'm going to make her charge. I'm going to make her (laughs) charge. Here's the deal. The reason why people need you to do their social media is because they don't know what to say. People don't know what to say on their social media. And that's why my 90-day business startup is specifically around what in the world are you going to talk about during the process, while you're getting it started, how to get your, your people involved in your process, how to get the conversation started without giving them the free, I mean, the good stuff that you want to charge them for. And so there's a whole section that you've got to create evergreen. Evergreen means Mm -hmm. something that you can keep saying or giving to people over and over again without being bland or giving away what is profit. And so I just want to teach people, and we do it by uh, core values. We use core values of a business. Every business should have them. Uh, I'm going to ask you what yours are, Tiffany, so get ready. But uh, our core values <laughs> for our business are self-love, authenticity, consistency, and knowledge. Those core values are the only four things that I talk about on my social media. The, the whole... the forever people think that I'm some type of love goddess because (laughs) all I do is talk about self-love and that is what gets people here because entrepreneurs don't know how to be good to themselves during the journey and they beat themselves up and that's my way to get in the door to say stop it you need to learn how to take the day off you need to learn how to say, forget those dishes, forget uh, the, the laundry, forget talking to the kids or your spouse, and instead just take some time off to read a book or watch bad TV. <laughs> and that gets the conversation started and immediately people know I'm like a human 
normal. And then they can say, you know, I really want to talk to you about business. Mm-hmm. And then we set an appointment. Mm-hmm. That's, one, that's how I get my customers. Oh, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> so what are your core values? <laughs> I was yeah. just going to say, I follow you on social media and I love the discussions and the topics that you bring up um, to talk about because it, it's, I'm your audience, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yes, female entrepreneur that's 28. Like <laughs> I fit yeah. your mold. So yeah. um, I love the discussions that you facilitate on your social media. And I think that is the key to how you make more money is just relating to those people. So to answer your question, I do have core values. Aren't you excited? I'm proud of me. (laughs) I am very proud. (laughs) So my core values, I have five, um, passion, integrity, community, simplicity, and being bold. So those are my five core values. And that's pretty much what Money Talk with Tiff is. Like if you, like for instance, the podcast, that's all about building community. That's having community on here, talking about what they do. So that way I can hashtag rise and lift. That's one of my hashtags. Um, So that's all about community, passion. I'm passionate about what I do. I'm passionate about what I talk about and I want others to be passionate about it too. Now they might not have the same level of passion that I have, but just getting people to pay attention is what I'm aiming for. So pay attention to their finances. Um, Integrity, uh, like I said, I shoot it straight. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you anything that I don't agree with, which is another reason why I thought about not even getting certified because I want to make sure my message stays clean. I don't want to be able, I don't want to be told what I can and cannot say. Um, I want to be able to give people the real. So um, (laughs) integrity, uh, simplicity, all of my information, I try to make it as simple as possible. I'm laid back. I don't try to talk over people's head to make them feel like they're stupid. Um, I know a lot of people in the financial field try to do that to try to build their worth as a financial professional. That's not what I do. I want you to understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I don't exactly. want it to be over your head and therefore you have to depend on me. I don't want you to depend on me. I want you to know this mm-hmm. stuff. And if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, knock on wood, um, <laughs> I want you to be able to pick up where I left you off. I want you to be able to fish on your own. So that's where simplicity comes from. And bold. I am my own person. You will not, it will be hard pressed to find another financial person like me. Um, and I say that because I'm very laid back. You know, when I go to speaking engagements and stuff, I'm in jeans, t-shirts. Um, I'm not the stuffy financial type, which is what you're used to seeing. I'm African-American. I'm a female. I'm young. All of these go into that bold statement. I'm trying to make a statement in this field like, hey, you don't have to look like this person Mm -hmm. in order to give the Mm -hmm. information. You can look like me. You can look like me to receive the information. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, And you know, and when you say that, that is important because you don't have to look like her. And you also, like you said, you don't have to get certified like the other person either. You don't have to know everything about your field in order to stand in front of people and still command that you get paid the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. I think that's so important. I kept saying, once I get certified in this, once I finish this course, I became stagnant because I wanted to learn. And I went to the Les Brown Institute and they taught me speaking and, and they taught me coaching. And I taught there and spoke there for almost a year. And I got upset one day because one of the trainings I had waited for came out and it was everything I already knew. And I reached out to Les Brown's daughter and, uh, and I said, I'm really agitated. You know, I already know all this. Like I thought we were going to get something new. And she said to me, Octavia, maybe you're done, done learning. Maybe it's time for you to go and implement. And I was like, how dare her? I'm paying you to teach me. And it was in that place that after I calmed down that I was like, you know what? She's right. I keep thinking I need to learn everything so that people can accept my knowledge as real or as truth. But to be really honest with you, you just got to believe in yourself. Like you said, you got to be bold, be passionate, keep it simple and just give people who you are and the right people are going to show up. Exactly. And in that same vein, like when I started this business, I was in HR. I had no financial background whatsoever. Everything was self-taught. <laughs> um, I was in HR. That is where I started. Right. And see, and it was so boring. I wanted to die. <laughs> Cut it out. I actually enjoyed you... HR. I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but... I love you, Tiffany. <laughs> I did not enjoy constantly trying to get people to love something that they didn't love, which was their job. Mm -hmm. I think that's what took me down in HR. It wasn't the job itself. It was constantly trying to reassure people to believe in a business that didn't really believe in them. Uh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really have to deal with that too much. Um, luckily, <laughs> um, but I did, you know, my last little stint in HR, that company is what, uh, kind of wore me out, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually enjoyed it because it was like something new every day. I always joked and said I had mm -hmm. 300 and some odd kids that I had to take care of on a daily basis. Um, yeah. and you know, had to deal with them not liking each other, you know, trying to be the motherly figure, like you hug oh. here, yes. <laughs> you hug, you, you apologize, you do this. <laughs> um, and you still have to learn and be good at your job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, that was the part in HR that people were like, but I don't want to learn anything new. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so that's what I, you know, I started in HR. I didn't have a background in finance. But once I put my information out there and gave people information that they haven't heard from anywhere else, um, or they've heard it, but not in the way that I delivered it, um, that's what establish me as a subject matter expert. So I say that to say, you don't have to have all these certifications and degrees and you know all these things that you think you may need to get started in whatever it is you want to do. You don't need it. All you need to do is learn as much as you can about the topic and then establish yourself as 
a subject matter expert for that. Um, yes. And that's how you get a following. Absolutely. Being seen as a leader in your field is extremely important. And sometimes that takes groundwork. And some people are not used to stepping out there, especially women. I've read uh, recently, I've been reading a lot of more female-based leadership books. And to be honest with you, I've never read them. I've always read male business books because that's more my mentality. And so recently I started reading female-based books and I was surprised to learn that women have believed for years that if we work hard, that we will be financially rewarded. And I don't think that that's true because you can see that in our financial gap. And I just would love to kind of get to a place where I can really see women saying, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how much I'm worth. And these are the things I've done in my past and, and be proud about them. You know, when I first talked to you about sharing your story, like, it's really hard for me to get women to say what they've done, how much money they've made, what their uh, accolades are, because they feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. And we don't deserve to feel ashamed. We're so worried about keeping the dishes cleaned and making sure that our mothers and I have said about the way our house looks that we can't get around the fact that we need to be more focused on our accomplishments how we look in the mirror at our own selves and what we can actually do because it is possible for women to make six figures and be Mm -hmm. Mm self-employed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree. Um, So with all of that being said, um, this is a wonderful episode and we could talk about this forever. You know us. Um, (laughs) But I want to give people where they can find you, Octavia, if they're interested in doing your 90 day branded business launch course or webinar. um, How can they do that and where can they find you on social media? Uh, they can come to my website. It is OctaviaHarris.com. And at OctaviaHarris.com, there is a tab there for the Gold Digging Goddess Academy. If you click there, our 90-day branded business startup is there. We have several different courses, but I try to keep it really simple. Any course of mine that's 90 days or less, you just pay $37 a month to be a part of our membership program. It gives you access to our startup program, which is a six-week program that allows you to reset your mindset so that you can get ready for the 90-day business startup. We have the 90-day business startup. We also have a six-month course on branding and marketing as well. Um, But it's a membership so that you can do the courses in your own time, not spend too much money out of your pocket so that you can know that you're going to get value and benefit because I'd rather you be able to get through the course financially and not have to worry about that. So it If you go to OctaviaHarris.com, you can find the courses there. Uh, If you'd like to follow me on social media to get to know me, which is actually my better preference, um, you can find me at any social media by typing in at Octavia Inspires. Uh, So that's on Instagram, Facebook, 
Twitter, and Snapchat at Octavia Inspires. Awesome. Thank you so much, Octavia. And guys, I will have all of, well, guys and gals, um, I will have all of that in our show notes, all of those links that Octavia mentioned, and therefore you can just click on it and go straight to her. Thank you. Thank you so much. And of course, I know we will see each other soon. So... <laughs> And you know what? I also want to let you know that for your listeners, we will, I'll give you a special link so that they can try the 90 day business course when it starts out for 14 days for free. Oh, nice. Yay. We love free, don't we guys? Um, <laughs> so yes, I will have that special link in the show notes as well. Um, so that way you all can take advantage of this generous offer that Octavia is setting out for you all. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you all for joining. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.